We got Heroes Breakfast coming up Friday, a couple days away. If you're a veteran, as we broadcast live from Scramblers on Republic and National, Republic Road and National, uh, you're going to get breakfast for free. That thanks to Scramblers, Serenity Honors, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical, and Delta Roofing. Details at KSGF.com. While you're at KSGF.com, you can get signed up for our Lunch Bunch Retro Metro. And uh, if you are drawn, then you and up to five of your friends, coworkers, family members, join Sarah and me for lunch on a Wednesday at Retro Metro. Uh, the Washington Free Beacon uh, set out to, best as they could, determine this uh, just under $50,000 a month rental that Biden, Hunter Biden claimed on a uh, on an application form, a security form. Um, this, of course, raised a lot of eyebrows where he claimed that's what he was paying in rent. And many people saw this as a, a money laundering. So the Washington Free Beacon, uh, they thought, well, let's let's try and figure this out. And it, it doesn't necessarily appear. Well, while. They. I don't feel found the exact reason for the amount that was put on that application. They found out a lot of very interesting information while searching for that rabbit down the rabbit hole. And the it's it's another one of those instances when you're talking about emails and text messages that get obtained between the Bidens within the Biden family. I, I mean, it, it the it's the ride. It's the journey that's fun as opposed to the ultimate conclusion. I mean, these people are trash. They just are trash. The way that they talk to each other, the way that they talk about each other. I mean, it is it's it is sad on one hand because it is a horrifically dysfunctional and toxic family, these people. Um, but Sometimes you just got to shake your head and laugh uh, at the same time. So I'm going to uh, share with you what it is the Washington Free Beacon found also. I, I just love this whole classified document thing. I'm telling you, the the Mike Pence aspect of this, this is, I believe, the beginning of the end of this being a, quote, scandal. They made it a scandal with Trump. Biden comes along and and then complicates things and I believe frustrates the media and a number of elected Democrats, uh, not because of the act itself, but because the the stage was set by the Biden administration to portray this act when Trump did it as this offense that was tantamount to treason and required prison time and perhaps even execution, according to some. And then Biden does the same thing. So it's like they, they, you know, I think they were frustrated with him because he's the one who set up this whole scenario. His Department of Justice is the one that made it this huge deal. And then Biden is discovered to have done the same thing, but even worse in the minds of many objective individuals. And it has essentially forced them to sort of reconcile this. 
in terms of their reporting. You know, how can they not? They, they've been desperately searching for some sort of response from the Biden administration that helps them explain, okay, why it is we can still be outraged at Trump and still require Trump to be prosecuted while at the same time dismissing any concerns from Biden. And they just haven't provided that. I think what Mike Pence has done here, it is now going to allow them to say, this clearly is just a system problem. Uh, this is a problem with the 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 uh, the way that things are set up, and that needs to be fixed. And okay, let's all move forward. So they they can now that the political component of it has backfired on them, and in the eyes of many, made it virtually impossible for the administration to punish Trump in any way legally or even politically, uh, this will allow him to move forward. So I, I think this is actually a big gift to the Biden administration. I also think this is just <laughs> Mike Pence. Uh, what has been so, what I imagine is most embarrassing for Pence is he was asked during the, before we knew about Biden, classified top secret documents, but the focus was on Trump. And of course, the media does what they do. And they go around trying to get as many Republicans as possible to pile on. Uh, Pence was one of them. Pence uh, talk, you know, was asked, did you take any classified info documents? He said, no. Can you think of any reason why one would need to? And, and that that's the real damaging part. He's like, no, I can't think of any reason why. And then here we go. Oh, look, we found some. Out Republicans, and I don't even know why they're bothering. They are out there saying, aha, well, see, this is the difference between Pence and Biden is that Pence is being transparent and Biden isn't. And the problem with that, while it may be accurate, is it, it I don't know. At this point, I think most people don't care. And it sounds exactly like the Democrats when they say, well, it's different when Biden did it than when Trump did it. Because uh, Biden's being transparent and Trump isn't. And now the, the Pence defenders are saying, I, I like Trump's approach on the whole thing. He's like, leave, leave, leave Mike Pence alone. Leave it to Trump to surprise. Former President Donald Trump, quick to respond to reports, the classified documents were found at former Vice President Mike Pence's home in Indiana. Now, I think most people recognize that Donald Trump and Mike Pence do not have the warmest relationship. And many people, I think it's fair to say, have inferred based on a number of the different things that Trump has either said or truthed out uh, that he is not in any way, shape, or form a fan of Mike Pence. That being said... He took to Truth Social to say, quote, Mike Pence is an innocent man. He never did anything knowingly dishonest in his life. Leave him alone. Now, I don't know that one could declare that he's never done anything knowingly dishonest in his life. He is a human being, and I I just don't know the answer to that. But I do think Mike Pence, perhaps this is a naive position, is one of the very few people in politics who has ascended to the level that he did and is genuinely an honest person. Doesn't mean that he never says anything that is, you know, he is a human being, human being sin. But in a sea of people that consistently demonstrate that for them it's all about power, which oftentimes means destroying the enemy at any cost, even if that is lying, cheating, falsifying documents, falsifying evidence. For somebody as honest as Mike Pence to exist and make it all the way into the White House as vice president, 
I think is a pretty remarkable thing. I also think only Mike, as soon as I heard this, I thought only Mike Pence. He's almost, I don't want to say this, but like the teacher's pet of the American people. Where I I, I imagine as soon as this Biden stuff started coming out, he's like, even though I know, and I, I believe him. When he says he did not take classified information, I believe that he really genuinely believed that. I don't think he would have lied about that. I just don't. Again, maybe I'm naive. I just don't think that he would have. Out of all the people, I don't believe that he would have. But he still... I believe, told his people, look, just in case, and then found it. And then despite the fact that it would be humiliating and embarrassing, and by the way, nobody was even looking at Mike Pence. No one was out there saying, well, we need to know if Mike Pence has these documents. There was no focus on that. There was no demand from the public or the media to see whether or not Mike Pence uh, had any of these documents. He had that interview once where he was asked the question, but it was more about sticking it to Trump. And he said, no, I didn't take any, and I don't see any reason why anyone would. And that was pretty much accepted by the media. And I think they genuinely accepted it. But Mike Pence still, he, he really, truly, genuinely told on himself. And immediately was like, guys, here, here's, th- here's this stuff, please take it. The Washington Examiner has a piece. We've got to get to uh, Jason Ryan with the latest news. Former presidents coy on classified documents, as senators suggest. They all have it. Now, this is in the stylings of Jen Psaki. This all circles back around to what the ultimate point is. This has been a very, very long journey, but but we're we're getting back to the original point that all of us should recognize. First, Jason Rima with the latest news update. Four and a half inches of snow was reported near Springfield, but the heaviest amounts are still southeast of here. Twelve inches fell near West Plains. Eight inches was reported in Nixa. Seven and a half inches fell in Rogersville. Seven inches in Lebanon. Six inches in Ozark, Willow Springs, and Marshfield. Stratford got five inches. Mountain Grove, Walnut Grove, and Republic got four and a half inches. Monette, Mansfield, and Rolla, four inches. We are still dealing with power outages, mainly along the Missouri and Arkansas line. About 38,000 customers at last report still without power in southern Missouri. The winter storm warning has been canceled for Barry, McDonald, and Newton counties, but it remains in effect for other areas along and south of I-44. A winter weather advisory is also in effect for areas north of I-44. The National Weather Service says snow will taper off this morning. Up to three inches, though, could still fall before that storm ends. Governor Parson is calling on lawmakers to speed up the process of approving pay raises for state employees. He wants a nearly 9% salary hike to help recruit and retain state workers. And passenger numbers were up 14.5% last year at the Springfield Airport. The increase made 2022 the second best year in the airport's history. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast, a high of 35 today, mostly cloudy tonight, 2130 tomorrow, Friday, mostly sunny, 46. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Yeah, Trump classified documents, worst thing in the world, treasonous, putting people's lives at risk, nuclear weapons, the codes. Um, even though it was one location, locked, secured, the FBI uh, was invited in numerous occasions. Take what you want, do what you want. Uh, Biden 
classified top secret documents that he had no ability to declassify all over the place, including boxes in the garage in which uh, anyone at any particular time apparently had access to. Uh, For 68 days, it was hidden from the public um, in a coordinated effort by the Department of Justice and the Biden administration. Um, Then Mike Pence announces that, uh, oh, I found some as well. Um, and, and I, I said, I think this is an out for the media. In fact, the, the, uh, Daily Caller has a police, uh, piece, CNN reporter suggests amnesty over classified documents, noting this is a widespread issue that clearly this isn't about any one or two people that it's the, the system itself. And, uh, and as I mentioned, I think this is the parachute the media needs to bail out on this, um, and, and their attempt to sort of reconcile their, covering of the issue of Trump versus Biden and to now just dismiss it all as uh, it's a system issue. Now, that isn't to necessarily say that's an incorrect statement. There have been some voices that have been drowned out from the beginning saying, look, fact of the matter is there probably isn't a former president that doesn't have documents that are classified or top secret. And and many argue that the majority of documents are overly classified anyhow out of an abundance of caution, so it's not really that big of a deal and so forth. But this circles us back to the ultimate point. There's one reason any of this is even an issue, and that is because we were told it was an issue that we were told it was a massive issue by a president's administration that at the time, anyhow, and perhaps still is, is planning on running for president, running running for re-election, so that they could use it to go after his potential political opponent. That's that that's what this is all about. And the media that I believe as their escape route from having to demand accountability from the Biden administration is is going to use the fact that this is a widespread problem are the same people who acted as if it wasn't a widespread problem, that this was a problem that it was because of one man, because of one human being, because of one former president, and that was the reckless, dangerous, dictatorial, power-hungry Donald Trump. And those same people who told us that this was a uh, 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 an issue of Donald Trump, not the the system itself, are now going to be telling us that this is an issue of the system itself. Let us not forget, in all of the noise, and all of the, well, it's different here than that, and uh, that the ultimate conclusion here, that this is a widespread problem, is most likely accurate. And perhaps it is accurate to note that the that the rules that are put in place, they've been dealt with in a very loosey-goosey situation, that there's been a lot of, well, yeah, we know, but, sort of scenarios in which people are allowed certain uh, um, you know, benefits uh, that the normal person would not be allowed when it comes to dealing with these different documents. And, and that could very well be, and I think probably is the reality of it. Ultimately, that shows us what many of us knew. That the outrage was totally, completely concocted. 
that a situation that is widespread, that has existed well before Trump was ever even running for president of the United States, was instead portrayed to us as such a big deal that some argued it should require the former president to be thrown in prison. All of it was for political purposes, which, of course, was only possible because the current administration was utilizing the justice system for political purposes. Remember, it was Merrick Garland who personally signed off on what he knows. They all know. Does anybody believe that Garland or any of these Democrats or any of the Republicans, that all of this is some surprise to them? Does anybody believe that? Oh, my gosh, we really genuinely thought Trump having those documents was a -a once-in-a-lifetime atrocity. We genuinely are shocked at the idea that people who are from former administrations might also have. Does anybody believe that that is really, truly news to these people with Inside the Beltway? It is not. And Merrick Garland is just as aware as everyone else. So here you have the Department of Justice, the Attorney General, knowingly utilizing his power in the FBI to take a circumstance that he knows is commonplace and using the power of the justice system to go after the political opponent of his boss. Again, that's Putin-style stuff. In the end, that's what all of this shows us is going on. Uh, that's what all of this shows all of us uh, that is going on within our our government that is so corrupt. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Hear about it. Hear about I, know, it. I know I'm beating a dead horse here. Talk about it. Talk about but it. the hypocrisy and the double standards kind of unreal. On Springfield's Talk 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh, now, coming up, I want to share with you what I, it's just in a, in a macabre sort of way a fascinating piece that the Washington Free Beacon did while trying to figure out this uh, the source of the $49,910 um, claim that Hunter Biden made that he was paying in rent. And many people saw that and the discrepancy between that and what um, Joe Biden was claiming Hunter was paying him for rent. Uh, led a lot of people to think this is how he was funneling some of that money from Russia and China to Joe Biden. So the Washington Free Beacon set out to figure out what's going on with that. And though they, they seem to have at least they're, – they're making an educated guess, which isn't money laundering, as to why, where that number came up from or where it came from. And ultimately that number, it seems like it's just sloppiness and laziness. and uh, But the journey to get there – with the text messages and emails uh, between Biden family members is just hilariously Jerry Springer-esque. And so I want to share that piece coming up. But I did want to say this, 
you know, McCarthy is getting hammered away by the media because he has kicked off uh, Schiff and Swalwell and Omar from some of these different committees. And Democrats, of course, they're crying, well, this is political vengeance. Now, a couple of lessons here. Number one, this is a lesson for people that always say, you know, well, Democrats had better watch it because Republicans can turn around and do the same thing as if Democrats care. This is a political party that did not even allow Republicans to pick their committee members for the January 6th committee. Nancy Pelosi just flat out said, no, I'm going to pick them. Not not citing, oh, well, because this person is compromised or that person is compromised. These are individuals that have very specific reasons that McCarthy said they're not going to be on the committee. One, Ilhan Omar, in dealing with foreign relations, is just openly un- and unapologetically anti-Semitic. So having a person on a committee that makes very influential decisions regarding a country of Israel when you are anti-Semitic, probably not the best idea. And for the Democrats to claim, because what you've got is the election denier, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, saying that he's, he's, gonna, he's, he's reappointing all these people. This is who he wants on the committee. That they can't find a single Democrat that's not anti-Semitic to be on that committee. This is the best that they have. Swalwell, a dupe, who was duped by a Chinese spy. No one denies that. A Chinese spy had a very long, extensive sexual relationship with Swalwell. And he's on the Intelligence Committee. You're telling me that the Democrats can't find someone who wasn't being duped by spies from communist China to be on that committee? Now, incidentally, Swalwell, of course, claims that that she, the spy, got nothing from him. Oh, really? That's why she continued for months and months and months? I think the relationship went on for well over a year with him because she wasn't getting anything out of him. The only reason that a spy is going to continue to have sexual relations with somebody who is on an intelligence committee is if they are getting something out of it. And then Adam Schiff, who was caught on numerous occasions falsifying evidence that he was releasing to the public regarding January 6th. One of which, and perhaps the most egregious example, was when he he put out what he claimed was the transcript of a phone conversation between Zelensky and Trump that was absolutely not true at all. It was completely made up, and when he got caught, claimed that, oh, he was just making a parody. These are people who've demonstrated that they are compromised, they are racist and anti-Semitic, and or they will falsify evidence and lie to the American people, falsely accusing political opposition of things that they did not do. If Democrats can't find anyone within their membership that is better than that, that is a shame on them and not a shame on McCarthy. And for these Republicans that that are saying, well, you know, we didn't like it when they kicked people off the committees. We shouldn't do it either. If any Republican demonstrated this same sort of behavior, I don't think Republicans should have a problem with them being kicked off. In fact, Republicans would be the ones kicking them off the committees. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. 
You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. A text message on the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line regarding the documents asking, has anybody asked Obama if he has any classified documents? Interestingly enough, the Washington Examiner did contact an Obama spokesperson, scratch that, Fox News. Uh, Obama spokesperson, according to the Washington Examiner, told Fox News, quote, we have nothing for you at this time when uh, they were asked. Sarah Myers. Thank you. You know, they probably do. Well, I'm sure they, or they recognize that or even if they don't know, they recognize there's probably a good chance that they do. Yeah, they probably because do. once again, and this was the point I was making earlier, everyone there knows that people who, quote, technically should not have these documents have probably Bush has them. Carter has them. Every one of them and, and people, you know, former senators and so forth. Which illustrates what ultimately all this was about, taking a situation that is absolutely normal, although maybe it should not be normal, but it is normal, has been accepted, and the current Department of Justice and FBI, the sword and shield of the Democrat Party, using a scenario that is perfectly acceptable and normal in Washington and portraying it as if it's not in order to try to take down the political opposition. Sarah Myers. Thank you. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, we got a lot of snow out there and hopefully you out there in Radio Land have not experienced any type of leaking or maybe just full blown catastrophe with your roof. But if you have, I highly recommend my friends over at the Pyramid Roofing Company. Now they can come out, they can give you a free estimate, see exactly what is going on with your roof. And maybe you don't need a whole new roof. Maybe you need just a roof repair. Either way, the Pyramid Roofing Company, they will be upfront and honest with you. They won't try to upsell you if you do need just that roof repair. Uh, They're not going to be like, well, you know, you need a a whole new roof. No, they'll just, they'll shoot you straight and they'll let you know. Uh, You can find all of the contact information for Josh and the Pyramid Roofing Company, as well as photos and videos of the work that the Pyramid Roofing team did on my roof. All of that's going to be housed at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. Okay. Uh, first alert forecast, snow's done. Today, uh, high of 35, clouds 21 tonight, 30 tomorrow, 46 on Friday, 51 on Saturday, so things are going to feel uh, quite warm. All right, I want to share this with you. This is the Free Beacon. Free Washington Free Beacon set out to try to determine the source, what, what, what the story was with the claim that Hunter Biden made on that form that he was paying $49,910 a month in rent to Joe Biden, which uh, did not um, line up with Biden's claims that he was getting paid a few thousand or whatever. And so there was this this belief many people had that this was potentially money laundering because that's what money laundering oftentimes looks like. So the Washington Free Beacon set out to find it. And, and what they found is in their assessment that they don't that appears to not be what happened. But the journey in finding that is so much fun. And that's why I wanted to read you this story. So the headline of the story is, quote, our family is sick. Why Hunter Biden lied about paying fifty thousand dollar monthly rent. Amid the brouhaha over President Joe Biden's improper retention of classified documents and concerns that his son Hunter Biden had access to them, a 2018 form on which Hunter Biden claims to have spent nearly 50 grand a month on rent surfaced from the presidential son's abandoned laptop. On it, Hunter Biden lists his father's Wilmington house as his address, raising questions about whether he was using rent payments to pass money to his father. The money... $49,910 was actually a reference to rental payments for a Washington, D.C. office space used by Hunter Biden. 
But the story of the document is more absurd, involving Biden's family favored trading, scorned relationships, and an ultimately failed effort to get Hunter Biden's troubled cousin a new probation officer. I'm serious. Tell me, if you take out the elite politician family name out of this, this is all Jerry Springer stuff. The Washington Free Beacon traced the origins of the document to an attachment in a July 27, 2018 email from Hunter Biden to a luxury apartment complex in Los Angeles. The background check document was part of a rental application and through his communication with the building's property manager indicated the apartment would be for him. Text messages and emails on Hunter Biden's laptop reveal, though, in fact, it was for his down-on-her-luck cousin, Caroline Biden, the daughter of Joe Biden's brother Jim and his wife Sarah. The president's niece pled guilty in 2017 to buying more than $100,000 worth of makeup with a stolen credit card. While she managed to skirt a grand larceny charge and the prison sentence it carried, she was sentenced to two years of probation, time that she wanted to serve in Los Angeles. So she texted Hunter Biden on July 26th of 2018 from a New York City probation office, telling him she urgently needed a California address so her attorneys could transfer her probation there. Keeping Caroline Biden out of prison was a Biden family affair, and Hunter Biden was at the center of the effort. Hunter moved to the West Coast, at least in part to escape family drama, he explained in a July 17th message, saying his sister-in-law and former lover, Haley Biden, had asked him to leave the entire state of Delaware. His day-to-day in California, text messages and passages from his 2021 autobiography reveal, was largely spent cooking up batches of crack cocaine and negotiating rates with prostitutes. But Joe Biden, according to a text from Carolyn Biden to Hunter Biden, thought Hunter Biden would be a, quote, good influence on her. Well, sure. Uh, Caroline wrote in a text message to Hunter on July 20th of 2018, quote, your dad thinks you're a good influence, which you are. Again, this is while he's spending all of his time cooking up batches of crack cocaine and negotiating prices with hookers. In text messages, Carolyn Biden repeatedly referred to Hunter Biden as her, quote, partner in crime, and the pair commiserated over their, quote, sick family. She was trying to move to California to be closer to him. By the way, when they're referring to their family as being sick, they're not talking about medical issues. They're talking about moral, psychological issues. Hunter Biden, Caroline Biden said, was the only family member she felt she could talk to because, quote, the majority of my family thinks I'm nuts and untalk-toable. She complained that, quote, our family's sick. That she had, quote, no relationship with my nuclear family and that she had to do everything on my blanking own, including finding a place to live in California. Now, we're going to get a traffic update and continue. One of the themes you'll notice in here is the entitlement that all of these people have. They are just indignant that they are expected to make a living on their own. They are indignant. 
that their family expects them to carry their own load. They just can't believe that their families would do this. More in moments. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm reading from a Washington Free Beacon piece. Uh, they were they set out to try and determine what was going on with the just under $50,000 payments Hunter Biden was claiming that he was paying to uh, rent a room at his dad's place. And, and what they found is this actually was sort of a ham-handed and, and, and sloppy attempt to try and take care of the the Biden his Biden cousin who uh, stole credit cards spent a hundred grand on um, on uh, makeup stolen uh, but she's a Biden so not only was she not given any prison time but parole for two years and they were she didn't want to have to serve it in New York she wanted to go out to sunny LA and so there was this attempt coordinating with her parole officer and the Bidens to to manage to get a way out there and so a lot of this is based on emails and text messages between Hunter and Caroline Biden in trying to coordinate this so the idea to have Caroline Biden move to California which by the way was Joe Biden's idea because he said that Hunter Biden is a great influence now this is the period of time Hunter Biden was out there uh, spending his time, I- according to his own emails, text messages, and autobiography, negotiating better deals for hookers and cooking crack cocaine. And his dad's like, Caroline, this is the guy you need to be with here, okay? This 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 is a good influence for you. So the idea to have Caroline move to California appears to have been hatched in a follow-up conversation between Jim, that's Joe Biden's brother, and Hunter Biden. But it was on Hunter Biden to deliver, because, of course, he's proven to be the competent one of the family. Hunter Biden told Jim as early as July 16th that he was looking for rentals in Laguna for his daughter, uh, that being Caroline, Jim's daughter. But by the time of Caroline Biden's probation meeting, when she messaged Hunter Biden about the address, he had still failed to secure a place. Sarah Biden, the mother of Caroline, wrote to him on July 27th, quote, Hunter, parole officer needs Caroline's address in California in order to transfer to California. Caroline also just said she needs to accept job by end of day today and tell them when she can start. Shortly after hearing from Sarah Biden, Hunter directed his assistant, Katie Dodge, to fill out a rental application on his behalf for an apartment at a luxury complex called the Villa Carlota, a self-described residential hideaway for free spirits drawn to the iconoclastic energy of Bohemian Los Angeles. He told his assistant she had 45 minutes to complete the task. Although the apartment was for his cousin, Hunter Biden told the property manager that he wanted to move into the unit that evening, saying, I only have a few bags, according to his email. That form, now the subject of intrigue, was riddled with erroneous uh, declarations, including Hunter Biden's claim to have paid $49,910 in monthly rent. That figure matches the down payment his firm paid for a Washington, D.C. office space at the beginning of its lease, as well as the amount the the firm paid quarterly to rent the office space in the House of Sweden building on K Street, according to emails with the office building. It is unclear whether Hunter Biden and his assistant meant to imply the money was for housing, and neither Hunter Biden nor Dodge responded to a request for comment. The form also declares that Hunter Biden had never been convicted of a crime or had, been, or had a charge expunged from his record, though on at least one occasion he was arrested for possession of a controlled substance and had those charges expunged from his record. So it's just another application he lied on. The property manager, who did not respond to requests for comment, did not approve Biden for the apartment. <laughs> I think that part's funny. 
Jim Biden also asked his nephew Hunter to convince Caroline Biden to accept a job, another term of her transfer to California. But Caroline Biden, who at 31 had only had cushy jobs secured by her family and had no intention of lowering her standards. Emails show that she was a candidate for a job from Massimo Corporation, a California company owned by one of Joe Biden's largest donors with an $85,000 base salary, a guaranteed 10% bonus, and stock options. She was hesitant, she said, complaining that it wasn't enough pay. Quote, that's below minimum wage in California after taxes, she complained to her father in an email. Quote, I can't take this job. I've never made this little money in my life. Caroline Biden said she couldn't take a job for less than $180,000. Caroline Biden appears to have interviewed for the job, but, quote, bombed the interview, telling Hunter Biden that she was nonetheless offered an internship because Joe Biden asked for a favor. Quote, I didn't get the job, she told her cousin. I was given an intern job at 31 years old because of your dad asking him to give me something, even though I bombed it. By July 28th, the dejected Caroline Biden told Hunter that Joe was, quote, done with her. And Jim Biden, her dad, was losing his patience, too. Quote, your dad told me he was done with me yesterday, she said, adding that her father wasn't going to let her go to California to see Hunter without a place to stay. Quote, dad said he won't let me come back until I have a place to stay in a car. He's not paying for me to be out there for six weeks doing nothing. Hunter Biden told his cousin that everything would be fine. Quote, don't stress about the job, blankhead, he said in a series of late night tweets. Quote, you're crazy, I'm crazy, and two crazies make double the crazy, I guess. It'll be fun. We may just blow up a house and rob banks together. Hunter Biden's efforts to get his cousin to California were a failure, and then he fell off the map. His uncle, Jim, badgered him for help with his daughter for the next week, but Hunter Biden blew him off. Quote, did I do something to offend you? Jim Biden wrote in a text message to Hunter on August 8th. What Caroline Biden did next is unclear, but it appears she never left Pennsylvania. She was arrested for driving under the influence in the state in September of 2020, but managed to avoid serving time after negotiating a plea bargain. And of course, I would assume that would be a violation of her parole as well. I That family... You, you throw in there the daughter of Joe Biden, the sister of Hunter, who had been in rehab specifically to deal with issues of sexual abuse, who wrote in her own diary the recognition that much of her problems stem from the fact that her dad would get into the shower with her at an age that was well beyond appropriate. I mean, these people... The, the wife swapping, the I, I mean, it is, it, frankly, if you, you know, I'm being honest about this. Sometimes if you, I don't know if you watch Jerry Springer, I I don't. I had a grandma who, who liked Jerry. <laughs> but you got the feeling at some point that the scenarios were fake, right? That they had run out of real crazy, outrageous people to make accusations about, I did this with my cousin, I did that with your cousin, and so forth. So some of the people they brought, it was it was almost like wrestling. Uh, that that it, it was theater, but people knew it was theater, but wanted to watch it play out anyhow. And I'm telling you, if the Biden family, they weren't the Bidens, but they were just some, you know, some family that were on Jerry Springer, and they were saying on stage, 
to each other what they say in these emails and text messages back and forth, if the accusations that they were making, if the names they were calling, if the things that they did in real life were things that they talked about on the stage of Jerry Springer, most people would assume that it was made up. That no family is this trashy. No family is this deviant. But this is the family that currently occupies the White House. Thank goodness we have adults back in charge, right? Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All right, everybody. Hey, listen up. If you're a business owner and you have a floor, garage experts. Uh, now, maybe you're a business and carpet's your, your jam and you, you do the carpet. Most businesses don't necessarily just because of the high traffic and people bringing in beverages and spilling things and, and so forth. Uh, I would contact garage experts, but I don't have a garage, you say. That's not that's not what our business is. That's, it's, it really doesn't matter. The flooring that I and so many other people have had put in our garages is certainly applicable to the needs uh, of so many people with businesses. Uh, if you have a floor, you could very well find that it is the best flooring for you, not just from a, a utility standpoint, but the aesthetics as well. Give them a call. Shelly will come out. She'll do a consultation with you. They are not high pressure. I can promise you that. Uh, garage experts under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Uh, DirecTV's dropped Newsmax from its chi- channel lineup. Uh, now, I, listen, I, I'm fully aware that you have all of these platforms that are more than likely to try and bump or ban conservative media outlets. I don't know whether that's what is going on here. Uh, now, DirecTV says that it, that is not what's going on here. Of course, they are going to say that. Um, but, I, you know, I don't know if it's the truth or not. Now, they claim that the reason that uh, this is what they told the Washington Examiner, it, that – um, Newsmax was wanting to increase the cost to DirecTV to carry it and that they were going to have to pass that on to their consumers. And so they said, no, we're not going to do that. Um, the, the DirecTV told the Washington Examiner, quote, we deliver Newsmax to our national base of satellites and IPTV customers today at no cost to the programmer or the customers ultimately offering Newsmax the ability to generate considerable advertising revenue at no cost. Uh, the same programming offered by Newsmax today is available at no charge to 100% of U.S. households, including our customers via NewsmaxTV.com, YouTube.com, and on multiple streaming platforms like Amazon, Fire TV, Roku, and Google Play. Uh, Newsmax didn't respond to requests from Washington Examiner. Um, and, and the DirecTV stream customers can continue to watch Newsmax programming by downloading the app as well. So, again, now that's what DirecTV is saying, um, that they are still giving as much access as possible, but they've just uh, booted them from having the channel because of uh, what they say would have been an increased cost. So that's the latest there. Glenn Beck's next. I'm Nick Reed.